Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Uh, today's topic is making the most of the new decade. Dallas, the, uh, the date today. Well, it's a very exciting time, a new, not only a new year, a new decade. Um, it's the 31st of December, 2019. I know we don't like to date these podcasts, no. but, yeah, well, but well, I, think, I think we have to for this one. <laughs> <laughs> but how are we now going to recycle this and spit it back out in two years' time, mate? You've just dated Well, it. <laughs> we have to wait 10 years because it's called Making the Most of the New Decade. Yeah, so that's true. so um, uh, we would actually have to wait until 10 years' time to, yeah. to recycle this again. I'm sure we can... So we can do another one. You're basically just trying to show off and how hard working we are that we're <laughs> recording podcasts on New Year's Eve instead of at the pub somewhere. So. Um, yeah, basically, we, the, I guess the concept behind um, this, this podcast we wanted to record today was just about uh, what we find is that most people come and see us about 10 years out from, about uh, 10 years out from retirement. And it is surprising for a lot of people what you can uh, achieve in 10 years time if you're really focused and really mm. and really sort of switched on um, and so I guess what we wanted to go through um, today was just a few things that everyone can potentially look at uh, some some changes that you can look to make in the new year in the new decade and then um, to give you a bit of I guess motivation to actually make those things happen is, is take you through a bit of a case study of a client of, of yours actually Michael who's uh, and what they've achieved over sort of the last 10 years. It's actually not even the last 10 years, nine years. But um, so I think sometimes when we look at these different ideas of what do we need to do, it doesn't, it sounds like they're not big enough changes, but as we've said before, it's the compounding effect of those over that 10 year time frame makes a huge difference. That's right. Um, look, yeah, you think back 10 years ago, that the last 10 years has really flown yeah. and um, uh, it's especially relevant for myself and ourselves because yeah. because uh, our business isn't even ten years old yet. Yeah. We started November two thousand and ten, yeah. so just into the yeah. nearly the full uh, year of the of the of at the time the new decade. Yeah. So um, yeah, we've we've been going for a little bit more longer yeah. than nine years. Yeah. Um, one of our very first clients came to us in May of two thousand eleven. Yeah. And um, they were, uh, it's a good example to use because they were one of our very first clients yeah. and they, they pretty much fit the bill of the, of yeah, the yeah. stereotypical client, yep, uh, new clients that come us. to see us yep. now um, in, in, in almost every way, barring for the fact that their superannuation balance was actually a, a little low. bit on the low side. Yeah, um, yeah. and that's so, what we, this is actually a great example because it's not a, it's not a situation where um, for most people, coming to see us for the first time, they're actually slightly, slightly in a better position than uh, than these guys were at that point in time. So, uh, even even starting a little bit below um, where they where they would be on average, these guys have still been able to achieve really great results. That's over right. That longer time frame. So um, they were age fifty three, uh, a couple, 
experts in their own field. Yeah. Um, on reasonably good salaries, yep. but not not That's exceptional crazy. salaries. Yep. Um, uh, it was May of 2011. Yep. So together they had uh, $264,000 yep. in their combined superannuation funds. And um, uh, at age 53, the, the children, had, the youngest had just left university, yep. which is another common yeah. Catalyst uh, yeah, the catalyst that we see. Yep. It's, it's a good word to use um, when they first come to us, yep. uh, which is which is generally around the age fifty three, age fifty four, age fifty five. Yep, somewhere around range. There, yeah. So somewhere in the between, in the first half of their fifties. Yep. Um, yeah. So like I said, two hundred sixty four thousand dollars in uh, superannuation combined between yep. them, and uh, which is a little bit lower than what we generally see. So so. Typically, uh, at that uh, age, yep. a couple at 53, um, we would find that they have somewhere in the vicinity of 350000 yep. to probably $450,000 combined, usually, yep. in that range. So they're a little bit below um, what, we would, um, and what, I guess what we would normally see. And, and that's, it's interesting, but that's actually starting to, what we've found is even over this last sort of nine years, that's starting to creep up because people coming in and seeing us uh, now as opposed to 10 years ago are more likely to have had superannuation contributions paid for for an extra few years of their working life. That's Whereas, a good point to make because yeah. um, superannuation became uh, compulsory in 1992. Uh, so really, um, uh, these people that we're talking about now are currently yeah. age 62. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a huge amount of their working life. It, it wasn't. Was, it wasn't all of their working life. Yeah, yeah that yeah. they had compulsory superannuation. So yeah, yeah, very good point to make. People that are coming to us now at age fifty-three, yeah. generally have a higher balance yeah, because they've had reason, a longer yeah. period of time yep. in uh, compulsory superannuation yep. in Australia. So um, yeah, came to us with two hundred sixty-four thousand um, dollars yeah. at the time. Uh, look, they, their employers were paying in roughly ten thousand dollars each yep. in employer contributions. Yep. And um, what we identified is that uh, if we could free up a spare $600 per week, yep. um, uh, which adds up to a bit more than $30,000 a year, yep. uh, we could put $15,000 into each of their superannuation funds. Yep. And, 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 uh, and that was the first part of the strategy now. Yep. So we did that. Yep. Um, we so did it consistently. Yep. So that was a... Um, that was what we talk about a lot with your concessional contribution. So that was the limiting factor for these guys was uh, the $25,000 limit. I mean, it, it wasn't quite at that point in time, but on average- No, it was a bit higher at that stage, but yeah. But, uh, but that's, that's kind of where that figure came from, was to, to work backwards a bit and go, um, what, can we, what can we contribute into super in, from before tax dollars? And so that's, I think, the, the next point that you were getting onto is that that $600 per week was actually a before-tax contribution in the super. That, that's right. So that was the before-tax contribution. We really started backwards and yeah. from, the, from the back end and said, okay, yeah. um, what would we need to do to see uh, your combined balances be where they need to be in 10 years' time yep. in an ideal world? Yep. And it came, at, it, it came at about $600 per week. Yep. Um, and we basically stripped their budget bare. Yep. It came at a good time, like I said, because their youngest had just yeah, that's right. finished university it, 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 and was was yeah. um, standing as on his own two feet. Yeah. And um, 
uh, I mean, we yeah, they just just before that they had yeah. you know, two children at, at yeah, high school. That's right. Uh, and then they moved to university, and then then they become independent. So yeah. I knew that there was six hundred dollars per week yeah. in their budget well, somewhere. Well, that's that's one of those things. We, like we've said, we've and we've spoken about this in other podcasts before that it's a great time to to snatch up that um, spare cash flow because it doesn't. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, it doesn't feel like there's spare cash flow because there hasn't been up until then. And mm. it's only when those kids have left home that you go, if, if we don't take that $600 per week now and start to do something with that, yeah, your lifestyle is just going to creep out and and that money is going to get spent somewhere else, basically. That, that's right. Um, now, $600 per week, this is magic. Yeah. It's only $370 per week, really, for them. <laughs> <laughs> And that's purely and simply because uh, $600 per week um, uh, put into their superannuation funds combined, yeah. salary sacrifice, it only actually reduced their, it, it, it reduced their combined pay by $370 per week. That's right. Yeah. Um, because it's tax deductible, yep. effectively. So, yep. so um, uh, there's a different way to make that contribution now. You can salary sacrifice, so you can put it in and claim the tax deduction at the end of the year. Yep. At the time, yep. you had only salary sacrifice, yeah. which is what they did. Yep. What it did was reduce their yep. reduce their pays, yep. combined pays by 370 yep. per week. Yep. Um, now, what's really important as well is we did this on a fortnightly basis yes. because they get they, they actually got paid fortnightly. Yep. So yep. we actually it, combined, um, they were actually putting in Twelve hundred dollars per fortnight, yep. straight into their superannuation yep. funds, and yep. in lieu of actually taking that as yep. as income. As income. Yeah. And and what it did is it reduced their yep. take home pay by yep. three hundred and seventy per week, or yep. six uh, six hundred and forty dollars yep. um, yep. combined for yep. the fortnight. So, yeah. and that's that's one that we see all the time, like uh, when we're talking to someone and going, okay, we need to find we need to find thirty thousand dollars a year to put into your super fund. It sounds insurmountable until you break it down. There's two parts, which is your net income is actually only reducing. Like that's that thirty thousand is coming off your before tax income, so you're not having to pay tax at thirty four and a half percent or thirty nine percent or whatever the case may be. And then when you break that down to to a fortnightly basis, so you know, in this case, something that seems like these these guys would have been blown out thinking we've got to find thirty grand a year, and it reduces down to so say you've just got to find three hundred seven dollars a week. That's all. That's all you need. Three hundred seventy. And as you say, at that point in time, you looked at their budget with them and, and you could carve out expenses that had already been, that money had been going out the door already. And it was just a matter of reallocating that before it, before it got sort of used up in, in other areas. That's right. And look, at the, the fantastic thing is you can stress test this as well. Yep. So if you buy an investment property, you have to borrow to do that. Yep. You can't stress test that. Yep. You're locked in. Yep. yep. So with salary sacrifice to superannuation, yep. If you, can. you can add. You start with the assumption. Okay, yeah. I think we can afford this. Yeah. I think we can afford three hundred and seventy dollars per week out yeah. of your budget. Yeah. Um. Uh. Net. Yeah. Um. Look, let's test that assumption. Yeah. And let's put that in play. Now we put that in play, and we always have a follow-up meeting yeah. with our new clients after yeah. four pay runs. Yeah. Which is basically two months. Yeah. And what gets reported back to us? Yeah all the time yeah. is that so they've they done it standing noticed. on their head. Yeah. They haven't even noticed it. Yeah. Um, so we've actually taken that money um, uh, on, a, on a stress testing basis yeah. for it's four pay runs and, and we check back in 
and not not one single client has of said, ours has ever we said yeah. we've ever noticed it. Yeah. Because what what's what's happened is just that their other expenses have adjusted. Yeah. In line with it. It's a uh, it's a good one. I think they talk about this in um, in. Uh, in sales terms as, as the puppy dog clothes. So what they say here is, you don't say to someone, I'm gonna take $30,000 a year off you. And this is where, like you're saying, this strategy works really well for us as the advisor, is that we're saying, let's just try this for, for two months mm. and see whether you can afford to do it. Let's just, it's, it, whether, the reason they call it the puppy dog clothes is if you go to a pet shop, they don't say, here, take this dog home. It's gonna cost you $50,000 over the course of the next 10 years it's gonna cause all sorts of stress and sleepless nights. They go, here's this cute little puppy, just take it home. And then if you don't, if you don't wanna keep it tomorrow, you can bring it back in. And that's sort of what we do. Like that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> and as you say, invariably, once we've got that set up and it's in place, it's, it's inertia actually works on your behalf there where you go, this is just happening every week, every fortnight. It just happens. We don't have to think about it. We don't have to try and find that money it just rolls along. And as you say, most people don't notice it. No, it's, it's, it's a good point because we haven't had anyone that have come back and, um, sorry, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm just still a bit lost at puppy dog comparison of <laughs> puppy dog, maybe a bulldog or a- uh, I, thought you'd, I thought you'd like that one. I always, I always like when I can throw out an analogy and I get a look from you. Like, what? I'm still thinking about that 30 seconds later thinking, no, you're, there's nothing puppy dog like about you, mate. There's, uh, Bulldog, I would say. Um, or, uh, <laughs> so um, no, but uh, you get the point, of course. Yeah, no, yeah. certainly, certainly from from that point, it is a good analogy because yeah. because just by putting that in place, yeah. um, we find that people's people's um, budget and, and everyone's budget has all sorts of rubbish in it. Yeah, and and, yeah. and what's happened along the way? The typical 53, 54, 55 year old. Yeah. Um, as they've been promoted yeah. and risen to yeah. you know, new um, uh, new positions uh, with corresponding pay rises, generally, yeah. what's happened is that they they they've just started spending that money yeah. on extra yeah. rubbish. Basically, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. most of the time. So, ever we've we've all done it. Um, you know, in it, it's it's the easiest thing in the world to do, and so it's really just a matter of reversing a bit of that and uh, and. You know, it's one of the basic tenets of personal finance is you know the concept of pay yourself first. So that yep. if every fortnight you have to make a mortgage repayment, you have to do all these other things. You have to pay your rates. You have to do all those things. We never, we never go. Oh, I can't do that. You just find a way to make it happen. Yeah. And that's kind of like we said. The the then a new decade is a great time to think about that. Is to go a ten year time frame to go. <coughs> For the next ten years, I just have to pay myself this amount. I have to make it happen. I have to, I have to find it somewhere. Um, and like we say, it really is only, um, I guess, a bit scary or can make things a, a bit tight for the first couple of months. And and that's I guess the big thing that we've found is that if everyone, if if you thought I've got to find that money every fortnight for the next ten years and that's going to be a hard slog, it really isn't because as soon as you change your spending habits and as soon as you change your um, yeah, your your day to day habits to to allow for that to to be contributed in your super fund within two months. You that's just the new norm for you, and the yep. next the rest of that ten years is just it's just following those same habits. That's right. Um, so the other thing that we did was we just looked at the investment strategy of the superannuation funds. Yep, and found that they are invested a little bit too conservatively. Yep, and and um, 
uh, look, without going into too much detail for that, because that is a, that is a, a one-on-one yep. decision you know, situation yep. that you would actually have to have a look at yep. to see if it, it suits your uh, risk profile and objectives. But um, but for these people, uh, they were invested a little bit too conservatively, yep. so yep. they were weren't going to get the returns that they quite needed. Yep. So we adjusted that, and we adjusted that. Uh, into um, a higher returning, higher growth fund, with albeit with higher volatility. Yep. But um, but we were happy, and they were happy with uh, how diversified we could be. Yep. With that. Yep. And um, and uh, that certainly certainly made a difference over that period yeah. of time. I just checked their average rate of return uh, over that period. So it, it's it's been nine point nine six percent net of tax. Yep. Uh, inside their superannuation fund per annum. Yeah. So, um, look, one thing to point out there, that's not an exceptional return. It's yep. a, it's a, it's a, it's a good return. Yeah. But it is, um, yep. it is a return that's about on average yep. with the longer term historical returns. Yep. Of, of higher growth. Yeah. Um, volatile style investment. So, yep. so um, yes, that's made a difference because what they were invested into. Yeah. Um, over that same period of time, yeah. uh, has has performed lower than that. Yep. So, uh, it's performed south of eight percent. Yep. Per annum over that period of time, what they actually were invested into. So, and and I think a, a good point to make uh, here, Michael, with with that over that sort of nine ten year time frame that we're talking about is that if you think back, so that ten that nine point nine just under ten percent the return that they have actually gotten over that nine years, that's included. Um, you know, drops of 15, 20% over that, over that time frame, yep. which is that, that volatility is actually below average. It's, it's usually there are, there are yes. bigger drops than that throughout that time. But if you think about headlines that you would have read throughout that time or, um, you know, news that you watched, there was, there, was no, there was no headline or there was no news articles that you read that went, things are going along pretty well. No. It's, it's always... I- it's always uh, Donald Trump's going to do this, or I remember you know, nine years ago. I think Greece was probably the big thing at that point in time. Greece is going Greece, to be Greece was big. Yeah. Uh, there was the the fiscal cliff yep. of Europe. <laughs> so Europe was going to fall off a fiscal cliff. Yeah, which was a great which great bit of imagery. We did this the other day. We Double dip recession was mentioned many, 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 yeah. many times. Yeah. Um, there's, there's all these things now that now we're seven, eight years on. You think about it, and you go. It just sound. It sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like you know some some really good racehorse names, and that's about it. Does, it. Yeah. But, but at the time, this was the scare. Like we had people talking it, to us it, about this. Look, so. just just twelve months ago. So this time last year, December two thousand eighteen. Yeah. The investment strategy that we're talking about now was down just a fraction off twenty percent. So it yep. dropped. Yep. By nineteen point six percent. Yep. Um, or thereabouts. Yeah. So uh, it was it was it was a vastly different scenario just mm. twelve months ago. Yeah. Um, our advice at the time, it, it, it actually happened really quickly. So it dropped away really quickly and it, and it bounced back really quickly before That's people right. even yep. even knew about it. I mean, yep. um, not many people, not many of our clients uh, were even aware yep. of that, which is which is the best way to be because yep. uh, you, you, people tend to make poor decisions the more frequently they look at. Yep balances yes, um, that's exactly if right. you just ignore it and continue on with the strategy yeah but our advice to our clients at that point in time who were aware of it and yep. were a little bit spooked from that was hey just continue on with your strategy yep. so bearing in mind that quite a lot of money is going into 
um, their superannuation fund yeah. on a weekly basis. So if you if you look at it on a weekly basis yep. for a couple yep. who are taking advantage of the um, twenty five thousand dollars caps each, yep. so it's fifty thousand dollars combined. It's almost a thousand dollars a week is going into their superannuation yep. fund. Yeah. Now. Um, Digressing here a little bit, but if, if volatility is actually their friend along yeah. the way, because yeah. you get prices drop by 20%, and, and, and when we talk about a 20% drop, yeah. no one's jumped in and stolen 20% yeah. out of your superannuation fund. Yeah, that's right. It's the the share price or the unit price yeah. um, of the assets that you own in there yeah. has merely dropped from a dollar to yeah. 80 cents. Temporary. So, yeah. Um, with your thousand dollars a week going in, yep. you're buying in at eighty cents now. So yep. you're buying yeah, yeah your thousand dollars yep. goes in and buys as much as it can. Yep. But instead of buying in at a dollar, yep. it buys in at eighty cents. Yep. Um, so it, buying twenty percent more. Yeah, it, it's a uh, it's funny because we always talk about this, and intellectually that all that all makes perfect sense. But it is it is very hard at the time to say, hey, this is great news. We're, we're yeah. everything's on sale. You're buying you're buying way more. You know, you're buying a lot more of that company at that lower price, all those sorts of things. But that's, as you say, that's practically how it's working. And it is a lot easier to stick to that sort of mindset or to stick to that plan when it's over 10 years. And you go, well, I'm just mm. going to put a thousand bucks a week into, into super and I'm going to do that combined and, and including employer contributions. A thousand bucks a week is going in and I just don't care what happens with those share prices. I don't yeah. care what happens with asset prices. I'm going to do that for 10 years. And as I said, this is where, looking back over that nine years, these guys have returned 10%. It, it hasn't been a smooth, steady 10% return. No. It's, it's been you know, 20% drops within there. It's been years where there's been you know, 26, 27% positive returns. Hmm. All those sorts of things are all par for the course. That's but right. it's, it's really that long-term strategy that we're looking at, which is what uh, these guys have seen the benefit of. That's right. So we made that change as well. So, so, so really, the elements to this strategy um, were consistency. So, yep. so working backwards, coming up with an amount every week yep. uh, that we believed that they needed to put in, yep. um, which was six hundred dollars per week. Yep. Um, tax planning. So, yep. so obviously, yep. six hundred dollars per week is only three hundred and seventy dollars per week yep. because yep. you're not paying income tax. Yep. For the, for these guys, their income tax rate was thirty nine percent each. Mm-hmm. Uh, changing the investment strategy again, we looked at that yep. and looked at uh, the fact that they needed a higher return because yep. they're a little bit below yep. where they where they um, would have would have ordinarily been, yep. even with the, the balance that they came to us with at $264,000, yep. May of 2011. Yep. Um, and, um, and, and effectively being really consistent yep. about that and making sure that we set up, yeah. uh, which is really important to set up a, um, a per pay basis yep. contribution. So yep. if you get paid fortnightly, yep. you wanna be setting yep. up a, uh, uh, salary sacrifice arrangement with your employer yeah. where they salary sacrifice yeah. and put the money in yeah. um, or you can actually do it now yourself yeah. um, and claim that as a tax deduction at the end of the financial year yeah. by uh, and the best way to do that we do this with our clients is we just set up a push from their bank account yeah. via BPAY so yeah. fortnightly they get paid on yeah. on uh, a Tuesday yeah. and on the Wednesday morning yeah. a 
you know, a, a BPAY gets it. set up automatically, recurring every fortnight, yep. pushed into their superannuation fund. So yep. it's about being consistent. Yep. Uh, and it's about and pa- not panicking when there are those yep. drops. Yep. And um, so the results now yep. uh, at, the, uh, at this very point in time, December of 2019, so not quite nine years into the strategy, uh, their combined balance is one million and thirty-nine thousand dollars. Yeah. So, um, and and none of that's been magic yep. over that period of time. There hasn't been any exceptional yeah. magic that we've wielded. Yep. There's there. been no, have, at no <laughs> point in time did they did they you know <coughs> did you pick some amazing share that doubled or did you um, you know did they win the lotto or anything like that? It was just consistency over that nine years doing doing the right thing week in week out. Um, and that's that's got them sort of eight hundred thousand dollars better off. That's right. So um, I, I, I did a quick analysis on where they were due to be. Yep. So without putting the money into superannuation, without, without the change of the strategy. investment strategy, yep. Um, over that period of time, uh, right now they would be valued somewhere in the six hundred to six hundred and fifty thousand yep. dollar range. Yeah. Which so yeah lines up with as as we say one of our rules of thumb with with all of our clients is that we we aim to try and add about five hundred thousand dollars of, of mm. additional retirement savings over that last ten last years. Last ten years, yeah. So uh, in an, in another year and a bit, hopefully that will be that that will have also outpaced a, a bit extra and will be about on track for these guys. So That's right. I, th- I think the this is a really good case study because it it shows uh, a couple of things, which is that. Yeah, we've glossed over a few of these areas, which where it's not quite as easy as just set up and forget and don't do, don't make any changes for for nine years. These guys have had different things in their life. They've had um, significant changes to their work. They've had significant changes to their to their lifestyle. That's all been adjusted. But the one thing that they have done really well is is as we said, they they've paid themselves first. They've they've mm. come up with a plan uh, from day one that that they can stick to and that's going to get them where they need to be. And they have they've been able to just consistently stick to that, not get distracted, and and stay focused and stick to the plan. That's right. So the um, the new decades upon us. So yeah. this was this, and bearing in mind this this example started um, not exactly yeah. at the on the first day of our current or previous decade. Yeah. Because it didn't start until May of two thousand eleven. Yeah. And we're looking at this in December two thousand nineteen. So. Yeah. Over that period of time, two hundred and sixty-four thousand uh, dollars has grown to one million and thirty-nine thousand dollars yep. over that period of time, yeah. um, with no magic, yep. just taking advantage of, yeah. of the things that we know yep. that we are able to take advantage of, yep. and strategies that work. So, yeah. if you're listening um, and you haven't made a start, yeah. there's no better time than now. Yeah. So uh, you'll be listening to this. Yeah. Probably when it first comes out in January yep. of 2020, yep. brand new, yep. of the new decade. Yeah. Um, ten years flies by. Yes. And it'll be here before we know it. We'll be sitting here in yep. December <laughs> of, uh, yeah, yeah. of uh, year 2029. Yeah. So um, there's no better time to start now. Yep. Uh, you can certainly get in touch with us yep. at Lighthouse. Uh, yeah. Financial advisors, yeah. uh, lighthouse advisors with an e. Yeah. Uh, dot com. dot au. Yeah. Um, touch base with us. We would be more than happy to, yeah. to sit down with you and discuss these strategies. And for our clients that are listening at the moment, like so, we have plenty of clients that are listening. Of course, Dallas, that um, 
that have only just started some yeah. of these strategies in yeah. 2017 or 2018. Yes, that's right. Um, we have clients that have, have started before that and yeah. they, they've seen you know, quite a lot of the yeah, that's right. The benefits that we're talking about here. Uh, we have, but we have a lot of new clients as well that mm. um, that have uh, have just started. So yeah, this this is a real um, uh, live case yeah. study, yeah. like we said. Um, yeah. uh, one of our first yeah. clients, and and certainly yeah. uh, not yeah, not an exceptional yep. um, uh, case. Uh, it, it's just. Uh, Two of our yep. you know, stereotypical clients. That's right. Um, and um, I think the, the the good point that you made there, Michael, um, about the ten years goes so quick. And I, I can't remember where I read this the other day, talking about the concept of the we are we are going to be sitting here in ten unless something happens. We mm. are all going to be sitting here in ten years' time. As in, we are going to be sitting here, and whoever's listening to this is going to be sitting where they are. Mm. You, you will you will have either had ten years of making these changes and seeing the, the 10 years of benefits, or you'll be sitting in the same spot that you, that you were, mm. if that makes sense. So mm. the next 10 years is going to, it's gonna come and go, and that's what we, what we see all the time, and, and I guess it happens in your own lives, where it's so easy to look back and go, geez, where'd the last five years go? That, that time is going to go, regardless of what you do, whether you make a change, whether you don't make a change, whether you are um, doing everything you need to be on track or not, that's all going to happen anyway. Yeah. And and um, for for these people and for all of their clients, um, it's not as if they've missed out yeah. on any lifestyle over that period of time. Not I mean, they've they've, yeah. they've most of that that money that's gone into their superannuation fund yeah. has come from just stuff that they were getting no enjoyment out of. That's so right. I mean, these yeah. these these people um, are still going on holidays. Yeah, they're still yeah. you know. Um, Still able to go out for dinner. Yeah, uh, they're still stuff. able to do all those types of things. Yep. Um, yeah, sure. They're giving up a little bit of that, maybe. Yep. But but yep. most of what they're giving yep. up but, and is I guess, stuff that they just failed to yeah. to, to get enjoyment out. And just just rubbish that had built into their budget. Yep. Which we see all the time, and we're not yep. even immune to that. I mean, no, that's we, right. we we yep. we see that um, in our budgets. Yep. Uh, over over time, yep. especially with um, with uh, we're both. Fathers of yeah, that's right. young children, no. so so you can see, you see a lot of rubbish that can creep in, yeah. and you have to strip that out from yep. time, yep. time to time. So, yeah. but uh, that's that's I think a, a really good. Uh, the reason why we wanted to do this is and use a real case study here is this isn't to say there's some theoretical person that oh they they could probably give this up and wouldn't notice it. These these are these are real people that you have been meeting with for mm. nine years now, mm. and they have said these things to you before around. We haven't missed that. We haven't noticed it. You know, we haven't. We've still lived the lifestyle that we want to live. All those kinds of things. So yeah, um, I think that's probably a good place to wrap up. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Uh, look, we we've uh, really enjoyed doing these podcasts, and we yeah. we um, really excited about yeah. the new decade of the new year. Yeah. So um, thank you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.